Hey, Grace King, what's up? This is your anchor, Kikwani. So I did promise you guys that I was going to make an episode in midweek. So today is August 30th, 2023, and it's midweek. I believe today is Wednesday, I want to say. So basically, um, I wanted to um, give you a little bit of... um, encouragement throughout the week and my encouragement to you is do not allow frustration to overtake you do not allow frustration to overtake you so um we're gonna get into um frustration basically that is um our focus of today's episode a lot of us experience it a lot of us go through it and the key is um people go through frustration but we have to um not allow ourselves to stay in that frustration so it's two things that um i have uh researched on basically that causes frustration and it makes so much sense basically so um frustration comes from two different things that we're going to talk about which is a lack of control and frustration can also come from injustice those are the main two things that causes frustration Um, Frustration can come from a lack of control and inability to control bad situations or change other people with poor behavior. You can feel helpless. You can feel defeated. Sometimes you can even feel trapped. But the peace in that is that we know when we can't have control over bad Uh, situations or people with poor behavior. The peace that we have in that is that God is in control. So in that we know that we have no need or we don't have the responsibility to carry the weight of fixing the issue that is at hand. That is what the enemy don't want you to know is that he wants you to believe that you can change poor behavior from other people. <laughs> I know it sounds crazy, right? When you say it out loud, he wants you to contr- he wants you to feel like you can control bad situations by always jumping the gun. But he does not want you to know that besides you, there is another in the situation. Besides you, there is another person in the furnace with you. And it is our, the presence of the, the, the Lord. It is the presence of the Lord. So God is in control and we do not have to have the weight or the responsibility to fix the issue at hand. We may disagree. We may disagree on what was taking place. We might be hot, mad. You hear me? But God will allow people's poor behavior to go along for a while. He will allow sometimes bad situations to seem as if it would never come to an end. But we have to know that God, if he allows it, 
it is going to be a part of his purpose. If he allows it to continue to go on and you're wondering like, uh, pop, like God, what, when, when are you going to jump in? When are you going to, when are you going to, um, get these people for poor behavior? When are you going to shut the mouth of the lion? When are you going to step up and fight on my behalf? If God is still allowing it to happen, it's for his purpose. And when it's for his purpose, nine times out of 10, if he ain't changing the situations, he's changing you in the situation. If he's not changing the situation, he, his purpose is to change you in the situation. His words tells us that it's going to work for our good, regardless if the bad situation or people with poor behavior stop bothering you now or later. We are to be assured that whatever it is, it is going to work for our good. We must have wisdom. Proverbs 3, 21 through 26, it says, about wisdom. Even when uh, problems, it, it touches on this. Even when problems come, right? They come to the wise. They're coming to the righteous. Problems will come. It's not that they won't come. It's how we handle them. This is what wisdom brings to the people. It's not to escape from sin of the world. It's not to escape from people with the poor behavior. It's not to escape from bad situations happening. It's the ability. Wisdom gives you the ability to handle problems as they come. So sometimes instead of asking God to fix the issue, we need to ask God, give me wisdom on how to handle this issue at hand. The Bible also teaches us that those that are living with kindness and love towards others have no need to envy those who pursue easily prosperity by violence or crime. Because these type of people, they're missing out on God's friendships that they secretly desire to be a part of a group or people. But, but then they're also missing out on the blessings of God. And when, when it's a blessing from God, not something that you made happen, but when it's a blessing from God, no one can come and take it away from you. These type of people, they miss out on God's blessings. They miss out on the grace of God. I don't know about you, but I never want to be from under the grace of God. These type of people, they are moved away from honor. They don't know what honor is. They don't even know how to actually properly give honor to where honor is due. Because they are doing um, wisdom from their own eyes. From their own eyes. Even the Bible tells us to never to, to try to, to, to do things out of our own ambition. Our own self, like self exhortations. You want to lift yourself up 
People want to lift themselves up just to put other people down. That's not God. That's not God. It's not God. And so that's why God tells us to not envy those that get, that pursue easily in prosperity, but they're doing it by violence and crime. They're doing it with secret motives. They're doing it to, to, to try to put other people down. That's not God. So in that, you do still, you still don't fight against them. You still don't put your mouth on them because there's no need to, because God is in control. Let go of that frustration. There's no need for it. You better, you better rest in his peace. You better rest in his peace because the enemy, that's what he wants to do is to get you to be in frustration. Another reason of frustration can be injustice. When we feel as if something is not fair, oh my God, tell me about it. I experienced that. When something is not fair or when we feel like, God, Lord, where you at? This not right. This is not right, Lord. Do you see what is taking place? Sometimes it's not even about us. It's about the people that we love. Sometimes we can't, we can become frustrated about others, people's situations, and it will cause us grief. It will cause us grief when we become frustrated. And it seems like no matter if we do our best, put our best foot forward to not be petty, to keep our mouth shut, to say nothing back to the accuser, to refrain from retaliation. The injustice is still taking place, but we cannot fight all things in the natural, nor can we do evil for evil. It's in the word of God. We cannot go back and forth on social media. Hello, because that's the main place that these spirits operate in. If they can't get to you, they going to go on social media. Especially if they're a coward. But we fight through prayer. The enemy does not fight fair. I'm going to repeat that. The enemy does not fight fair. How I know he don't fight fair is because he always want to use things that people that were close to you, that know your personal business. He will use uh, things that you that you desire. He will use things that you love. He will come with his specialized skills for combat on God's people. Do not underestimate the enemy. No. It's true, he do not have power, but he's very skilled and he specializes in killing, stealing, and destroying and frustration. 
His skills to come back on God's people and frustration is nothing but one of his tactics. He uses frustrations to come after God's people. He does. The good news is that he has no power though. And we do not have to yield to frustration. We have a choice. We have a choice. Either we're going to yield to frustration or we're not going to stay there. Once we recognize that the spirit of frustration is in our homes, in our jobs, and on our thoughts, we must go to war in the spirit realm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So once you notice that that spirit of frustration has hit your home, your job or your thoughts, it is time to go into the spirit realm, get in your prayer closet, get in your secret place and you go to war with the enemy. Because if frustration is not handled, it will move you in the flesh. We see this all the time. People get frustrated. And they start to handle it in their flesh. That is the incorrect way to handle things. I myself had to ask God for wisdom to not react or retaliate in my flesh. Because there are times when I physically wanted to drag people. Yeah. Drag people. For the injustice, for the things that I feel like they did was the unfair and how it looks as if they're getting away with it. But then the Lord had to tell me that is what the enemy wants. That's what he wants. He wants you to knock and buck. He wants you to fight. You know why? Because he knows that there is a anointing over your life. That would destroy his kingdom. And if he can get you to act unseemly and unholy. He has did his purpose. For people who are not spiritual and carnal minded. To look at you as you are not called by God. He sees the glory that is upon your life. To set the nations free. He knows the power that you hold in your tongue. He knows the anointing and the grace and the glory that is upon you. So he wants you to act in your flesh. He wants you to drag people. He wants you to go on social media and go back and forth with subliminal messages. He wants you to go on Instagram and post reels that are mainly focused on flesh and not the word of God. He wants you to go and try to make people jealous of things that you have done and compliment. I'm talking about and not giving God glory, just stupid stuff, stupid and childish and petty stuff. The enemy wants you to move in your flesh. Why? Because he don't want, he want people to look at your pettiness more than your purpose. He want people to look at your pettiness more than your purpose. So when people look at you, they look at a carnal evil person. They look at somebody who is not developed in the spirit. They looking at somebody who is childish. They're looking at somebody who cannot hold their peace and allow the Lord to fight their battles. They're looking at someone who has no maturity in the spirit realm. So that's what he wants. He wants you to act unseemly so that when you do operate in your giftings and your callings, 
people will have something to say. And that is when he will have deceitfulness to take its place. But we must use our weapons of warfare. Pulling down strongholds. Frustration is a stronghold once it is not handled. Frustration comes straight from the enemy. Nothing about frustration is God-like. If it was, frustration would be of the fruit of the spirit. Come on. But it's not. What is? Self-control. Come on, God. Self-control is of the fruit of the spirit. So if frustration is the opposite of the fruit of the spirit, why are we operating in it? Why do we allow it to come into our spirits? Why do we allow it to take control? Why? Why? Frustration comes straight from the enemy and he will make you so frustrated and so focused on the person or situation that he is using to cause the problem. So you do not fight the real issue at hand. We are not fighting people. I'm going to say that we are not fighting people. You are fighting the, the spirit that is operating through people. It's not the person that you hate. It's not the person that you dislike. It's not the person that's irritating you. It's not the person themselves. The person has, has a weakness themselves because they was not guarded enough. They wasn't prayed up enough. They didn't fight the spirit that they're operating in while by pulling down strongholds. So because they are, they left themselves unguarded because God's presence can lead. God's anointing can, 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 can listen. When you operate in the spirit of rebellion, you sometimes can take the grace of God off of you, which means you are exposed to all different spirits. And you wonder why good people, good energy, good, beautiful people operate in such nasty spirits is because they have allowed for their guards to be off of them. It's not them. They're cool to hang out. They're cool to, to have conversations with. They're cool to come to your events. They're cool, but they're operating in spirits that they have allowed themselves to be exposed to. So this is why we don't fight against people. We don't put our mouths on people. We go in warfare to pull down. The strongholds that is in those people that is working through those people to get to you. That is working through those situations to get to you. We are not, I repeat, we are not to envy the wicked. To envy the wicked is like envying those that are on a path to destruction. Makes no sense. And the, the, the crazy thing is people who are operating in these spirits will actually think that you are jealous of them. My God. The foolishness it is. We, were not, we are not to envy wickedness or people who always put in their mouth on other people. Why would we envy that? You are on a path of destruction. 
the, 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 the judgment hand, the righteous hand of God is going to soon be on you. Why would I envy anybody who speaks against the people of God? Makes no sense. Because God is absolutely righteous. He will do what is right. He will, listen, listen, this is in his word. He will um, he will repay. Listen, he will repay tribulations to those who persecute believers. It doesn't end there as well. As reward those who remain faithful to him. He will repay those who persecute the believers, who persecute their leaders, who persecute people that they supposed to be honoring. In the same time, those that hold their mouth and let God fight their battles, those that knows how to handle frustration when it comes to them, those that know how to go into warfare and to not fight in a carnal way and to fight in the spirit realm, he will reward those with that are that remain faithful to him. Listen, he may this is the, this is the thing about God. He may not even take action the time that we want him to. It may not ever come to that person in a lifetime. But you have to be assured that God will certainly not ignore or tolerate sin or rebellion. He would never God will never ignore or tolerate sin or rebellion. Trust me when I say this. It may not hit you. It may not come in your lifetime. But it will come. Trust me when I say that God is not a God that will allow a spirit of rebellion to win. Absolutely not. Vengeance of God, which is judgment of God. The judgment of God is people misunderstand how sometimes this works. They think God is going to be this super punisher, right? <laughs> He's going to send punishment. No, 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 no. Vindication of God sometimes is the essence of heaven. And it's being in the presence of God. So when vindication comes, people of God got to understand this. Sometimes it doesn't come in punishment. Sometimes when God's judgment comes, it's difficult for people who don't understand this to see this. Sinful people, the ultimate punishment 
is eternal removal from God's presence. Sometimes it's not punishment right now. But if things keep going and people keep sinning and people keep doing what they want to do, it's a removal of God's presence that will be vindication. Keep living. Keep doing what you're doing. There's no need to curse other people. There's no need to say anything bad about other people. Get every bit of frustration off of you. Have peace in knowing that God knows all and he sees all that has happened. Your responsibility is to cast down frustration as soon as you feel it. Your responsibility is be holy and righteous because in his word, it says that there is a reward for those that are faithful to him. It doesn't matter how you not saying anything bad makes you look. It doesn't matter how the situation may seem like it's winning. It doesn't matter how things may seem. Know this, that God's word does not return back void and his word does not lie. God is in control. And in that is where you should find peace. Past all understanding, even when you don't understand. Know that God's hand is upon you and you have to pray and repent for allowing the spirit of offense to come on you, to allow the spirit of anger, to allow the spirit of frustration to settle in your spirit. Fight for your peace. Fight for the joy of the Lord that is your strength. Listen, you have one life to live. I refuse to live my life in frustration and anger. For what? For what? I am blessed. I am the daughter of the king. He will never, ever, ever allow things to continue to happen in me that is not his will. He got it. God, you got it. You got it. What I'm going to continue to do is move in honor and integrity. I'm going to make sure that I allow the world to see the greatness of God. I refuse to embarrass my father on your bull crap. I refuse to embarrass my father and my leaders, my spiritual leaders, to be out here straight clowning acting a fool, especially if I am a leader myself, I refuse to embarrass my father or myself going toe to toe with somebody because you frustrated, because you hurt. Do you know that the underlying emotion under people who angry and always got something to say about somebody is hurt? They are a hurt individual. They are a broke individual. So to put your mouth on someone is ridiculous. No, you pray for them. You pray for them because they are a really broken person. They are a lost person. 
Because somebody who is whole doesn't have to scream to the world that I'm whole. Somebody who is um, uh, happy with what God has done in their life doesn't have to scream to the whole world all the time that they're, no, no, no. That's somebody screaming for help. They're broken. They're broken. And it's our job to pray for them. It's our job to understand just because you bless those that curse you don't mean that you're weak. It means that you're strong. It means that you carry the characteristics of God. It means that because you decided to bless them, God is going to favor you. It means that no weapon that is formed against you shall be able to prosper. Why? Because you have allowed yourself to move in the will of God. So I pray and I hope that this episode really blesses someone to let go and let God. Let people be people. Let situations be situations. But you pray. You handle you. Your responsibility is you. Your responsibility is your heart posture. Your responsibility is your words, your mouth. Your mouth. What are you doing with yourself? Cover yourself. Pray for yourself. Go to war. Don't don't sit there and let spirits beat you up. Don't let the enemy come and play with your mind. Take your mind back. Take your authority back. Take your peace back. The devil is a liar. Take it back. And keep going on with your blessed and beautiful life. Hello. Hello. Do not allow the enemy to come and sabotage your bright future because he want to keep you in a place of immaturity. He wants to keep you in a place of carnality. He wants to keep you in a place of pettiness. I refuse. So I pray for those that are listening. I pray for your minds. I pray for your hearts. I pray that you will release the spirit of, 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 of frustration and you ask God to enter in a, a peace, a new peace, a new glory, uh, a, a new a sound mind discernment for when things are going that way. May God continue to uplift you and that you will not be defeated by others' actions or bad situations. Be blessed. I will talk to you guys on Sunday. Love you. Bye.